It's the doc and the deacon, stethoscope and hope, talking everything from poop to the pope. One believing in spiritual miracles, the other believes in movement bowels that are irritable. Two dads, more like two brothers, and they breaking bread like the Last Supper. This show won't get negative feedback, that be like the deacon prescribing a Z-Pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel, Foles already told y'all that Philly special. Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching, pay attention, it's the doc and the deacon speaking. Welcome to Doc and the Deacon, a podcast about two dads. One of us believing in the power of science. One of us believing in the power of Jesus. But both of us believing in the power of an ice-cold beer. So, Doc, you know, uh, last season we talked about something that uh, I know is very close to your heart. Well, I don't know if it's close to your heart. but My aorta? We did not talk about aortas. Oh, yeah, that's true. We're ventricles. Or any of that stuff. Maybe it's uh, it's more something that's uh, it's just uh, something that's on your it's been on your lips. <laughs> so we remember when we talked about cold sores. Uh, yeah, everybody yeah. remembers. Everywhere I go, when when they, when I see someone now, they go, "Oh, you don't have a cold sore today." You're the king of you the look cold so, sore. You look so great without a cold sore. I think you have one coming in now, or are you getting over one? I mean, uh, I hope neither. Yeah, so it's one or the other. Yeah. <laughs> you're either you're like that guy. You're either you're you're either you define your life by the stages of your cold sore. I either you either just had one, you're about to get one, or you have one currently. Right. Okay. So there's the three stages of the doc. It feels like you and penance. <laughs> yes. Like you exactly. just gave it, or you're yeah. about to do something you'll need to That's give right. penance for. That's right. But, you know, I think you talked about how, how does it feel? Like you said, that, that was an interesting thing you just talked about. You're like, people say, oh, you don't have one. You look good with that one. How does it feel when you have one? Well, at times I feel like a monster. A <laughs> monster. Don't look at me. Look yeah, at well, me. Once I get going like, and get my energy flowing, it's okay. But, you know, sometimes if I don't know someone or, or sit down, like one of the first things that goes, oh, hi, yeah, sorry. Um, this is my cold sore here. How are you doing? And then I like uh, feel like once I've discussed it, I'm ready to Do people talk back away like, like they're less inclined to want to shake your hand or give you a hug? Well, I will tell you, older ladies love to ask me for a kiss. Yeah. Like, it's one of those, like, you paid your copay. Also getting a kiss from the doctor is not part of it, except if you want one, I will give you a kiss on the cheek. But uh, I get asked for less kisses. Yeah. So... You feel a li- little bit like a, like a leper? Oh, I do. Yeah. The stigma is there. The stigma of leprosy. You know, leprosy is such an interesting topic. I use the word interesting because in religious times, it was seen often as a punishment, like... Somebody did something, so leprosy was given to them. I don't know if that started because of of Moses. Okay. Right? So, you know, in in early times of Israel, when they're in the desert, you know, they're they're going through everything. Right before that, Moses is talking to God and, and God is preparing Moses to, to free his people, Israel, right? God calls his people Israel. Okay. And he's, he's going to free the Israelites from the captivity in Egypt. 
and he tells Moses to go, you know, say something to the Pharaoh. And Moses is like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. You can't make me do it. I won't. I won't do it. Um, and God tells him to stick his hand in his cloak. And he does. And then when he pulls it out. Is the cloak like a toga or a white coat? Is that not, what it kind of is? I'm not sure what a cloak is. That's a great question. Yeah. It sounds like a white coat. We got lots of pockets I feel, in there. I feel like it's something that... Um, like, like that you would that would wrap around you like a white coat, but it wouldn't have sleeves. Hmm. Like I think it's sleeveless. If you ask me it's to like stick a my hand in my white coat, I may come out with a measuring tape mm. or a reflex hammer or a stethoscope or a prescription pad. I can fit a lot of stuff in there. It's That's really a good nice. Yeah. What's in the coat? Yeah. What's in the cloak? What's in the cloak? That's a game for another day. We should do that. Oh, well, you know what Moses found in his cloak it was leprosy. Really? Yeah. He pulled his hand out, and the Bible says it was covered in uh, flakes and scales, almost that were like white, like snow. Wow. Yeah, and so then uh, God told him to put his hand back in. He pulls it back out, and the leprosy is gone. Wow. Yeah. And then again later, so it was a punishment, hmm. right? And so then again later... I would guess wherever his dry cleaning was getting done... Like, he should ask for his money back. Putting a little bit of leprosy in your cloak after getting it cleaned sounds like a terrible thing. <laughs> That's like the time in Seinfeld. I don't know if you saw the time when the, um, when the dry cleaner, Jerry sees the dry cleaner out, and he believes that the dry cleaner is wearing his houndstooth coat, and that the dry cleaner's wife is wearing his mom's mink. Mm. Right? Was she? Uh, yeah. So, okay. so he goes back to get his coat the next day, and the dry cleaner's like, I can't find the ticket. I can't find. Oh, Jerry can't find his ticket. And the dry cleaner's like, Oh, you don't have your ticket? Mm, you can't get your. You can't pick up your item. And Jerry is for sure that he saw the dry cleaner wearing his coat out. Yeah. So, anyway. And then later on, there's another woman who they're speaking. She's talking with Aaron and speaking against Moses. And then it says that God comes down in a cloud and strikes her with leprosy. All of a sudden, her skin is full of scales and this snowy white substance. So why does God keep giving people leprosy? I don't understand this. But listen, you've got to remember, God took these people out of captivity and was leading them into this promised land and... Um, because a couple times they were hungry and a couple times they didn't, they were thirsty and like things would happen. And, you know, they would be like, we want to go back. We, they, they wanted to go back into captivity rather than continue to move forward in this thing because it was hard at times. Because in captivity... Because you keep getting leprosy on the way there. Well, you don't, if you don't rebuke God and then talk bad about him. You just do what he says and you're good to go. That's why I always get a direct flight. You don't know where you'll stop. Maybe get some leprosy. You got to wear the mask in the airport. If I'm headed to captivity, I want a direct flight there. Send me straight there. Send me straight there. So Layovers are for the birds. uh, You know, I like layovers. Do you? So anyway. um, But, uh, you know, leprosy is so... So the stigma behind it was that it was this punishment. Right? That, that you must have done something to get it. I'm not sure if it started with Moses or Miriam, but that's kind of, you know, where it went. And then later on in the Bible, it really is kind of the thing that jump-started Jesus' career. Really? Yeah. I mean, people talk about, um, 
the water into wine being his first miracle, and yeah. that's a popular one. And you know, and then you know, they talk about him raising Lazarus from the dead. You know, uh, but he had done a couple of things. He gets baptized, and then he you know starts talking to his disciples. He he, he preaches a sermon, and then um, he starts to get groups that follow him. And then this uh, this guy comes to him and says, you know, teacher, rabbi, right? kind of referred to him that way and says, hey, I got, I got leprosy. And if you will it, like if you choose, you could make it go away. Okay. And so Jesus says, well, then I do will it. Hmm. And he touches him and boom, the Bible says, boom, it disappears. Wow. And Jesus then tells the guy, he says, now go to the temple do not tell the priests that I healed you, but let them examine you and take your offering that you're supposed to take to the temple, the one that's described, defined in the law of Moses, right? Because there's this, you know, there's a prescription, if you will, of what you're supposed to take based on what you're going to do, right? So Jesus says, go to the temple, take your offering that you're supposed to take, and then, but don't tell them I healed you, let them examine you. Hmm. For themselves and yeah. see what they said. Well, of course, dude's had leprosy forever, right? So he's nobody's talking to him. He's got no friends. And and now all of a sudden he has no leprosy. So what do you think he did? Um, I have no idea. Yeah, he was like, look at me. I don't have leprosy anymore. <laughs> hey, everybody. I don't have leprosy. Jesus, I'm go, told, We're going streaking yeah. through the quad. <laughs> so everyone can see there's no leprosy here. Snoop, Snoop, bring your green hat. You know, yeah. yeah. That's, um, honey, where, well, that's awesome. Honey, what are you doing? <laughs> so Jesus curing but, leprosy. So after that, so then this dude, instead of going to the temple and doing the, what Jesus instructed him to do, he tells everybody, because why wouldn't he? Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, I'm cured of leprosy. I'm going to tell. So he starts telling people. And then if you keep reading through this account of what happens next, Jesus started, there became such a, fo- a multitude of people following him that he couldn't even go into the main parts of the city. Wherever he would go, he had to stay in the secluded areas. And even then, as we go from here, people started coming to him everywhere. And so we start following these stories. And Like, now, like TMZ was following him? Yeah, like, like what's your voice? What's his name, Harry? He had the paparazzi? The pa- <laughs> paparazzi. Jesus had the paparazzi. <laughs> So, yeah, you got the pop, pop, paparazzi. Uh, I love it. So, and then if you keep reading, then we go into the, like, then this is where the people start following. They follow them for days, and then you'll get into the story of the fishes and the loaves mm. that you probably don't know about. But So, Jesus curing leprosy was like, was like when Bradley Cooper was in the hangover, and then his career was hot. And now he's right. making movies and yeah. directing. And I will tell you, stay away from Lady Gaga. She is feeling you, Bradley. You could tell. She's uh, de- all in her feelings. Yes, it, yes. Right? Bradley Cooper was to The Hangover as Jesus was to leprosy. So I, I kind of liken it to um, that first run when Jordan... Made the ca- shot made- for North Carolina. No, 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 no. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, that's a good one. 
He had a game-winning shot at the end of his, uh, you know, a freshman. Yeah, but I'm talking about in the NBA, right? Because then he came in and he was still Jordan and he was great, but he couldn't win that championship, right? Okay. And then he wins the first one. He hits that shot, uh, wins the first championship, and then it starts the run, right? And now all of a sudden you get one title. Like anybody can win one title, right? Then you get two titles and it's like, oh, back-to-back titles. That's impressive. You get the three-peat, man. And it's like, ah. A double, a double three-peat was nice. Double three-peat. Can we forget about the Wizards' years? So leprosy is actually a, uh, it's actually a real disease. It's not just a punishment from God? No, no. And it's actually uh, really old. It's actually older than you, and it's older than uh, Jesus. It's actually been, was first found in 2000 BCE. And leprosy is actually uh, due to a bacteria called Mycobacterium leprae. Lepray. Lepray. Oh, there's a, there's a Christian rapper named Lecrae. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he sings a song, uh, you know, and, and I'll find you, I'll find you. Yeah, he's got it. I love, I love Lecrae. So I'll tell you right now for leprosy, the first thing you should do while you're listening to this is go to Google and hit Google Images and put in leprosy. Is leprosy, so I get confused because I feel like leprosy's, different than gangrene, right? Yes. Okay. Because I think of gangrene, but then when I read the Bible and it talks about all these like white scaly things. So, all right. So what hap- What is the medical effect of leprosy? Like what happens? Does it, does it stop blood flow? You said it's a bacteria. Does it, uh, what does it attack? What does it do? So it affects the skin. It actually causes rashes and the rashes can look all sorts of different ways. And that's why in the stories in the Bible, it's all, it's all, Thoughts on like taking off your clothes and having someone look for it because you'll see leprosy. We don't see much leprosy now, but it, it's like whitish spots, hypopigmented spots, okay. reddish spots, scaly spots. It actually can look like... So hypo is without pigment? Yeah. Hyper would be more pigment, right? Yeah, so it can look red. It can be hypo. It can almost look like vitiligo, except for there is nerve damage. So these areas where you had white spots or red spots, you would have decreased sensation, diminished sensation. You can have numbness and tingling. It most likely, uh, it most often affects uh, the fingers, the toes, the face. And so often there's no sensation there. So you can get infections and it, it frequently, um, especially a long time ago, led to the need for amputations. So loss of fingers, loss of toes. Loss of face? Well, actually, in the face, it would cause, like, these large nodules. Okay. Like and a goiter? Would, except for it would be on your nose. And at times, there were, there were actually episodes where someone's kind of nose would actually kind of disappear and fall off due to destruction. Episodes of what? Of where you would lose your nose. You get oh, large... oh, not like a show. <laughs> no, not like a show. Not episodes like a show. Like, there was anybody back then doing a podcast where they were talking about, like, dude... Where's where's my car? What's going on with your nose? It wasn't like who do we think who do we think is going to win the NCAA tournament? Or it was more like who's going to be the next person with leprosy? Yeah, no, no, that okay. did not exist. But it, it's it's a scary thing. These were painless wounds. They were lumps. They were large lymph nodes, and it was a and it was a pretty pretty scary uh, illness. The, the tricky part with it is it takes years. to Is develop. it contagious? Yeah. Yeah, but it's not as contagious as they make it sound. Like walking in a room with someone with leprosy, you should not be, well, 
it's so rare right now. Of course, you would want to be appropriate, but it's not something that you actually had to be around someone for a while. Like you can't be walking in the same room and get leprosy from someone. If you share a one microphone sitting in a basement recording a podcast, you maybe you could get leprosy from that. So person. like, you know, in biblical times, they, you'd have to call out that they were unclean. They had to wear clothes, clothing that was ripped so you could see their skin. Yeah. And then they would have to call out, unclean, mm-hmm. unclean, as people walked by. It's, that makes sense. Now I understand why. It's really hard to because we don't fully understand how it's transmitted. Um, the thought is it's definitely transmitted in certain ways through nasal secretions. Okay. Right? And so, like, if you have leprosy, don't sneeze on someone else. Okay. Another thing is... Uh, it's not, is it transmitted through, like, through brain waves? It is not. And it is not transmitted through sex. Hold on. I'm thinking about something right now. Oh, do I have to have leprosy to transmit it? Yes, you have to have leprosy. So to I can't think. No, it's not like a Wi-Fi. Get leprosy. No, no, and I, that would really be thrown off if you were trying to get me leprosy. Well, I just I know it can get cured because I could pray it through. And oh, of course, I of believe course. you'd be good to go. Let's be honest. I'm not sticking my hand in my cloak or my coat or anything around you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there are actually. It's interesting because there are genetic influences, right? So certain people have a cell are genetically predisposed to not get it. To not get it. Yes. Yes. Not everyone can even get leprosy. So what do they call that? A marker? Well, it's, it's certain things with uh, cell-mediated immunity that you have just naturally that prevents you from getting leprosy. And how would you... So here's an interesting thing. How would you test someone for that through like a biopsy? Uh, or yeah, kind skin? Of. It's, or like what would you take? So in the United States... You would absolutely need to be in an area where it's common. You would need to have a story of often someone being in another country. It is more likely to happen to someone who is traveling to another country. Uh, The countries where uh, currently it's most uh, common right now are India by far number one, uh, Brazil, Indonesia, Bangladesh. These are some countries still working on it. In 1985... Where's Bangladesh? um, It is uh, near Southeast uh, Asia. Okay. Um, I, I can't point it to you out on a map since we don't have a map in front of us, yeah. but it is in Southeast Asia. In 1985, 5.4 million people in the world were found to have leprosy. And as of 2011, it was down to 210,000 people. We are close to eradicating leprosy. So that was a, yeah, I was going to say, that's like a downgrade of like over five, because you said 5.4 million, then we're down to 200,000. In 2010, in the United States, there were 205 new cases of leprosy, especially a bunch from the state that your parents live. Florida? Yeah. You know why? Old people. Armadillos. Armadillos carry leprosy. Armadillos carry leprosy. Ooh. Stay away from armadillos. If you see an armadillo... What should you do? Uh, stop, drop, and roll. Stop, drop, and roll. Yeah. Just don't do anything. Smile at their armadillo. Wave at it. Unclean! Hopefully it won't be giving you brainwaves trying to send you leprosy. Ooh, or a cold sore. Do you know... Oh, oh you, gotta, you gotta rub it in. You gotta yeah. rub it in. Do you know that January 26th is National World Leprosy Day in the world? So what do you what do? You do? Phone of, like, that's a leprosy awareness day? Um, you Google a picture of an armadillo and give it the middle finger and move on. Yeah, all right. It's treated uh, with antibiotics, but it's actually really hard to treat. 
you have to give three antibiotics all at the same time for six to 12 months that actually can take a toll on your body. Oral, intravenously, like how would you? Oral, and I will tell you, doxycycline does not kill it. Doxycycline does not kill it. You're going to have to go like Bactrim or... It's actually uh, rifampin. Okay. Uh, clofazamine. Yeah. And dapsone. Dapsone. Yep. All right. So dapsone. That's is that. Hold on. Dapsone. Is that what uh, Cam Newton does? <laughs> that, no, not da, that's the dapsone. I like it. I like it. Um, I will tell you. People got quarantined for leprosy forever. And so my question for you is: Say you had to be quarantined. And like for two weeks, a month, you can't leave the house. Or you got put into what they used to have, leprosariums, which are, they still have in certain areas where they used to make all the lepers stay in the same place, which is actually really sad. Yeah. If you were quarantined and you were only able to watch one show on like Netflix or uh, Amazon Prime or wherever, what would your show be if you were quarantined? Oh, come on. You know, it would, it would still be Seinfeld for me. Oh, really? Yeah. I go, uh, I think I go The Sopranos. Okay, that's a good one. You know what, I should have realized it was going to be Seinfeld. I think all our listeners knew it was going to be Seinfeld. Maybe, 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 uh, if I had to do a runner-up, it would be The Wire. I love The Wire. Only because I've never seen it. Rest in peace, Omar, and I love you, Stringer Bell. I've never seen The Wire. Yeah. As, just like I've never seen uh, The Walking Dead. Okay. But I heard great things about The Wire. And so, since I've never seen it, it would entertain me for... Okay. You're quarantined for two weeks. Okay. You can only listen to one musical artist. One musical artist. Musical artist band. You know, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I got you. Boy. Um, Boy. I don't know. Okay. I go Pearl Jam. Uh, okay, that's a good one. Yeah, I, I, uh, I'm, I'm like... OAR came into my head right away. I don't know why. Um... Because I know that's, it's, it would not be my answer, but maybe it was a crazy game of poker. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. The last one, the most important one. What You're, did you say? That You said that leprosy had a name as, of a disease, as a disease that has a name. It does. Leprosy was actually finally discovered in 1873 by Gerhard Hansen. Gerhard Hansen or Hansen? Uh, I think Hansen. You think Hansen? Yeah, it's called Hansen's disease. Is actually the other term for it. Oh, they even gave it. They named it after him. It is also referred to as Hansen's disease. Yes. We should figure. There's a lot of crazy things that are named after people. Like, okay, do you think he was related to Hansen? Uh, you mean the band? Yeah, like. Yeah, Hanson. Do you think he was related to them? Um, I'm not sure, but you know what I would love? Is like, those Hanson dudes are like grown-ups now. Yeah. We should have them, Macaulay Culkin, like... Ferris Bueller. Yes. All hang out. Yeah. You know what the worst part is? We all thought we know all the words to that Hanson song, Mbop. And no, it was Mbop, Mbop, Bop, But you know what? The good thing is, leprosy is going away. That's awesome to hear that we've been able to eradicate a disease that has such a stigma attached to it that, you know, biblically, I think it was was wrong, right? Made it feel like a punishment. And that was 
probably not the right thing. And then, you know, when Jesus came around, you know, he healed people and I think started to reduce uh, some of the stigma there of what that looked like. I can't imagine um, ha- having something that someone would just see and automatically believe that they could they would treat me in a way that I was unapproachable yeah. just by something that uh, like that. You know, I think it tells us more about life and the people we want to be. And that I think it's amazing that the science has been able to figure out exactly what brought this on and to bring this to a halt. But if there's anything we're going to learn is that there are medical conditions. People are going to look different, whether or not it's um, colors or handicaps or just they have a silly laugh or they're drooling or no matter what it is, is that we need to be kind to people. We need to not judge them by how they look. We need to not tell someone that they need to go naked and go to the priest to ask if they're clean. Yeah. And you know what? I think it's great. I, if you have a faith background, yep. Right. I think it's, um, that is, is something that is, is always a, a, a great thing to have, but you know, it doesn't, it doesn't remove us from being people who, who sometimes fall into the category of judging others without a basis, right? And so I think it's so important that as people, we choose kindness, that we choose to look at people for not even what we see, but what, you know, what we would want. Yes. And it's tough to do that. Hey. Even in my, you know, even in my own stuff, I find that there are times when I want, you know, finding flaws in someone else makes it easier to live with my own, right? And that's not uh, a great thing. Hey, treat everyone with love. Like looking at your, um, you know, disheveled eyebrows makes me feel better about my own. (laughs) (laughs) That makes me laugh because I have a patient who always threatens to come in and trim my eyebrows. (laughs) Hey, look at people like the real people. Don't judge them for medical issues. Yeah. So when Smile next time, at them, next laugh at them, unless they have a cold sore. Or you see an armadillo. Yeah. So because you know what we know is that people with leprosy could be funny, they could be kind, but armadillos, they're dangerous. Danger. Two things you can always count on. The doc is in. And the deacon is speaking. And, you know, another thing that you can always count on is, don't forget, the doc has either just had a cold sore, is about to get one, or he's currently got one. While the deacon is, for some reason, brainwaves trying to give him leprosy. (laughs) Hey, thanks for listening. Uh, You know, we're always produced by Tucker Butler. Music brought to you by Franchise. Thank you to our lovely wives for making it possible to allow us to take the time to do this, because we certainly have fun doing it, right? I mean, I I couldn't do this with anyone else, but um, I wouldn't. And I don't know that I'd want to. This is, it's always fun. Okay, well, I hope I don't get leprosy, so I'm here. <laughs> Me either. I wouldn't really do that to you. <laughs> uh, where can people follow us on Twitter? Twitter, at Doc Deacon. Check out our blog, uh, docandthedeacon.com. We uh, write things that sometimes are funny. Yeah, sometimes. And sometimes they're just real, right? And then um, you can check us out on Instagram, uh, Doc and the Deacon. 
And uh, yeah, website DocandTheDeacon.com. That's it. Anything else? Hey, peace. That's a wrap. Excellent brain trust to market and brand this. That's set in stone like the Ten Commandments. This show gonna be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts in. Now I'm coming to close it like a Raldis Chapman.